All right, what's up, y'all? Uh, very excited to have John Seelbiner here with me today. He's been on the podcast before. It's been a while since we've caught up. Uh, well, it seems like a while. I mean, it's really this summer, but lots has happened. Uh, lots of things have happened in, in hospitality since then. And then John and his bride had their first beautiful baby girl uh, came this year. So you've had a huge year, my friend. And you're uh, up at Little City uh, Brewing in Raleigh right now, right? I'm at home right now, but uh, I got the architect picture behind me and I've got the little city shirt on. So we're repping the brand pretty good today. Repping the brand. I hear you, man. So, okay. Well, um, you got multiple businesses. You guys have, you guys have uh, just had a crazy year, man. You've, I've always admired you. You've always had that grit and that hustle uh, and you've had it. I mean, it's just ridiculous after the fire. And if you haven't heard the story, you know, folks listen to the previous episode, John, I talked about the fire randomly happened, you know, several years ago, right up the street from one of his businesses. And I mean, just, you have just been through the ringer, man, but there you are still there, still cranking, figuring it out. And it's daily. Um, you know, it's crazy because, you know, it sounded a lot of times after that fire happened across the street from us and it shut down everything, you know, revenue dropped overnight and it just didn't come back. Um, the first time, I mean, March is like avoid me during mid-March because mid-March is March 5th, March 16th, 2017 is fire. March 17th, 2020 is pandemic, right? Like, uh, I guess St. Patrick's Day is not my, my lucky day, right? Um, so... So that happened. And for a long time, man, I mean, two and a half years it took to rebuild the neighborhood um, for the first time since the fire. March, beginning of March 2020, we are finally brewing at capacity for the first time. Our revenue is coming back up. The neighborhood has been rebuilt for the most part. There was still some construction going on behind us. Um, and we're tracking. And then we shut down for COVID and you know, I think I think one of the the, the eye opening things is, you know, the one thing about COVID is, is people knew right away, you know, the government knew right away that if they didn't put some money into the economy, that that businesses were going to close and they weren't coming back. And so a lot did um, for some people that stimulus was a stimulus. I mean, if you lost 25 or 30 percent of your revenue and you got some money, um, you probably thrived from that for a lot of us. I mean, many of us in the restaurant bar industry, we know that we were shut down, shut down, and that was a lifeline. And we're yeah. still kind of grinding forward. And I, I can tell you that COVID to me felt just like the years that I was grinding out. I mean, I was, I had the doors open, but we weren't making, we were losing money every day that we were open. So it certainly was a little bit of a, you know, I, I mean, it's hard not to feel like you're making an excuse when you get you get knocked off your pedestal and, and they're like, why isn't this thing coming around? Well, nobody can get to us, you know. And so so you look at COVID and the way I say it, you know, our team's been running COVID since 2017. We've just been stretched. The whole the whole deal was I was a small, you know, small business, little guy. I was the, the little city brewing was the last of five that I opened in a year and nine months. So, you know, concept here, concept there. And it just, it just kind of put a hurt on us. So then we came out of, co you know, coming to COVID and felt like we had muscles for it a little bit, you know, we were running that, that, um, that deal and, um, you know, everything shut down. We laid off the company like everybody else. Um, architects stayed closed officially legally. We couldn't open until about two weeks ago. 
And, you know, that's, uh, that's one of those judgment calls where we were working on some, you know, some paint and some stuff like that. So we're like, do we open right away? Um, and that side of town was sort of needing some oomph. We need some, we need some oomph in downtown Glenwood Avenue has taken a, a pretty good run and pulled quite, I mean, a, a tremendous amount of people over in that direction where um, the downtown proper area near Fayetteville Street in Raleigh has been quiet. Um, but it's a sleeping giant. We're ready to pounce again. Um, Love it. Yeah, you know, we've been working on getting the merchant open. Um, I've been evicted uh, from one building. Had to file a lawsuit. Get back in the building. Which which, which one is that? That was uh, Virgil's, Linus and Peppers, and well, Level Up was closed. That's where we're putting the merchant, and so. When we re- went back in, we rebranded Virgil's and did more of a, you know, entree-driven, down-tempo DJs every night, uh, cocktails, um, vibe, dark candles. It's it's really awesome, and we haven't done lunch. There's just no there's no density downtown. People aren't working in their offices anymore, you know. So, um, so really happy with how that was. I, I swear, I went back in that building. And right up until opening Virgil's, uh, you know, I was I was filling out the reservation software, helping the manager get get situated, get ready for opening. And I was telling myself, I was like, why in the hell did you go back in here and why are you doing this? You could have walked away. Right. And, you know, the lights came down and the candles were lit and the music went up. And I was like, man, this is great. feels really good. We're on to something. Let's roll, you know, and uh the merchant's going to be really dope. Um, looking good upstairs, super sexy cocktail bar. I've got a vintage Coke machine that I, from like 1960s era that I'm going to put on the front door. Um, nice. So that'll be the secret door there, um, as you know, similar to the green light, which has been awesome. Uh, the green light was in Rolling Stone in February. We had about a this this big moment of fame in Rolling Stone, and then we closed in. Uh, in March, right? Uh, that was 2020. <clears throat> so <clears throat> that little guy is in there ready to open its its secret door and do some more cocktails. And then, you know, we got to kind of figure out what the architect looks like from a, you know, busy DJ bar perspective in an area where we were one of two bars that were kind of propping up downtown. There were only two busy bars in, in downtown and it was Coglins and it was us and Coglins is closed forever. So um, but there's plenty of restaurants and stuff down there and they're making a stab at it. Um, Sonny over at St. Rock has been just impressive. He's a friend and I've just watched him work every day through this thing and they're doing pretty decent business. And some of the places around us are still open in Raleigh times and city and, you know, whatnot. So there's some bars that I'm not sure if are going to reopen. Um, they haven't yet. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so I guess, uh, COVID shut down in March. Found out we were having a baby in June because why not make a baby during a global pandemic? And then found out my dad had cancer in July. That was a big one. Um, we, you know, I jumped through a million hoops once we kind of finally after, uh, you know, took a couple months to figure out his oncologist was just not taking care of him. So we, he's over in, in Tennessee. We got him out of, out of there. And I mean, I tell that story because I think if anybody's got a sick loved one, just because, you know, a doctor's got a good reputation and seems like they're busy and 
and they're the place to go to doesn't mean that it's the right place. So we, we pulled him out of, um, out of there and sent him over to the university of Tennessee. And I mean, it came with a lot of ups and downs. We almost lost him a couple times. And then, man, you know, he went through the chemo and the radiation he lost more weight. You know, he's down to 134 pounds, gained some weight, went into chemo and radiation. Uh, he had esophageal cancer and then came out of that, gained some more weight, went to a surgery. He didn't want anything to do with, um, lost some weight. And then, I mean, the, literally the minute as my daughter was being born, uh, we got a group text and, you know, it's, <clears throat> it gives me chills, but, uh, my dad was cancer free. Um, oh, wow. uh, and oh, you know, wow. it, the, the prognosis was not good last summer. I mean, he, flat out ended up with some ulcers last uh, July and we had him in ICU for nine days and he doesn't remember any of it, but, but it was, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I had, I had to find little corners of the, the delivery room to go hide in because I would have been, I would have looked way too emotional just for my, my, my daughter, even though that was a very, very happy moment. Oh, it, it was heavy, man. And it came through. Literally, as she was being born. I mean, she she. When was she yeah. born? What was she born? Uh, so February tenth. So okay, man. So you guys are right. Well, look. So here we are. Do you and I talk? This was not intentional, by the way. This is what's the dude? Here we are talking on March nineteenth. Didn't you tell? I I think if we look back and looked at our timeline of when we've, I think we've talked like every March now or something like that. That is weird because this was totally random. Like, I didn't think about that literally until just this second. But you were just talking about how March is always tough. And I know that we talked, like, right after the fire. Or, and then we talked, you know, last year, right before the pandemic or something. Um, I'm, I'm looking through our text, but go ahead. I'm listening. Well, I mean, you know, and those have been these tough things. But now, now, maybe March is the, this is the year that it turns, right? Because – you got your beautiful baby girl, you got your dad cancer free, you know, there's, there's a vaccine out there. There's sort of light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, America has, you know, I mean, the, the savings rate in this country, personal consumer um, savings rates like higher that's been in decades because people haven't been able to do anything. So they're ready to get out. They want to hit your places, man. They want to hit independent, cool places all over. There's, and then there's this, um, you know, the latest round, I, I kind of gave up on trying to keep up with all the details, but I do know that there was a significant amount, billions of dollars allocated to restaurants because of, you know, a, 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 in part because of the work of the <laughs> restaurant, Excuse me. in large part because of them. I know they've been working really hard, but there's a significant amount of money allocated specifically for restaurants, right? Yeah, it's $28 billion. $28 billion. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, a, I, you know, I, 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 I stay positive, but you also look at like the reality of things too. It's like they just released $1.9 trillion, right? On this new stimulus, 28 billion. So you're talking about $1,900 billion, right? If you do the math right, 28 of that is allocated towards restaurants. But when you look back on it, one of the most shattered industries and we employ far more than that percentage. Right. So, you know, you gotta be grateful for what's coming down, but you know, you look at it too and you go, is that going to be enough? You know, I mean, it's a, that's a lot of money, ton of money. Yeah. 
in the grand scheme of things, but you spread it off, uh, spread it out across, you know, tens of thousands of, of restaurants, bars and brew pubs. And is that really enough? And especially when you look at the, the, the tremendous amount of money that was just printed to, 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 to do this thing. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're, look, I've got friends down in Florida who had their, their best year yet. You know, they were closed for a little while and they're on the water and they've got an outdoor space and they just cranked, you know, uh, out of the pandemic. And I mean, they might've been down a little bit, but they're, you know, they had record breaking days and record breaking months. Um, you know, maybe they were down 5%, which is, you know, just kind of buffered by the, by the downtime, but they kind of caught it in the, in the right time. It's like, uh, you know, my buddy down there, they're, they're, their slow season is what July, August, September, you know, or June, July, August. And so they got to ride, ride that slow season out anyway, where they weren't really ever closed and this came out of their stroking. So, you know, state by state, that's, I think that's the challenging part, right? Because North Carolina was certainly um, not a friendly state to, to what we were doing. Um, you know, again, Architect and Greenlight closed since March 17th, 2020, right? And just, I haven't reopened them yet. Um, that's a hard call. And, and you know, the tough part about it too, everything's opening now at once. It's, it, there's, there's been no planning. There's no cushion of the blow. It's like, you're closed. We'll let you know if you're going to be open on Friday. Friday up, you can't open. Months go by. Okay, Friday, you can open, you know, next week or, you know, whatever, right away. And it's just, it's this mad dash and this mad scramble. And now every restaurant and bar in the city is scrambling for the same labor pool, right? I mean, it was hard to hire people before. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's a that's a big hindrance is I, they're, my core staff, my core bartending staff have been with me for years. They, they don't want to bartend anymore. They're done. They're like, really? they're working day jobs. They're like, you know, we realized that that 2 a.m., that 3 a.m. schedule was just not making me, you know, just wasn't good for me, you know, and they, they were getting up earlier in the day and having more of a normal life. And, and I can tell you, I, I got spoiled with that, too. I, I think the, the beginning of the pandemic, the, the true shutdown, even though we were still working 65 hours a week, the, the management team was and my chef was a grill cook and my manager was a cashier and we were doing the curbside and the to-go. I was home at 9.30 every night. I had Sundays off. And when I had Sundays off and I was home at 9.30, the doors were locked. The alarm was set. There was no, you know, this person cut their hand off or, you know, the alarm went off or, you know, you know, there's always something open from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. most days and wasn't the case. Right. And that was, I mean, I, that might've been some of my favorite time in the last 20 years of my life. I can honestly yeah. say that, you know, it was quiet and uh, you know, the quality of life was there and, and you realize, man, this is tough business. It's tough and has been, and we love it for the gratification it brings instantly. You know, we love it for the, the, we get kind of high on that guest experience. We get high on putting cool stuff out. We get really excited when it's busy and we're really not healthy mentally when it's slow. Right. And, uh, but it's tough, man. It's tough business. It really is. It's a tough business, man. I mean, it's why I always say, I mean, I have so much 
respect for you and all your peers that do what you do because it's also an important business i think i think it's an extremely important business it's it's what makes or breaks you know not makes or breaks but it it's certainly one of the when you think about where people want to visit when you think about where people want to move where people want to go and you start going well, why is that place cool why do you want to go to austin why do you want to go to raleigh why do you want to go here or there it's man well because they got these you know one of the first things you say is well they got these awesome restaurants and cool places to hang out and you know man i mean the re i got we're on spring break this week um we went up to Asheville for a couple of days but man everybody else i know they all took their families down to florida why? Because they can, you know, because there's stuff open and people want to go be out and do. And then, so that, and at the end of the day, I mean, you know, we don't have to get into a lot of the details about North Carolina. I agree. It's, it's been, uh, there's, you know, there's certain ways to look at this. One is, you know, people are smart and figure things out themselves. And one is, you know, I know the right thing and I'm going to sort of decree what happens. And we've had a lot more of that. And it's, it's been tough, but, um, but that is that is nearing an end. It, it it is, and people would rather just go out where they are than have to take their family all the way down to Florida just to go, you know, enjoy some activities. So, um, uh, yeah, and the whole bill with the one point nine trillion, I'm sure there's got to be lots of BS pork in there. I mean, there always is with that stuff. But man, I hope it's. Um, I can't wait to talk to you, John you know, mid late summer, once everything's really kind of just moving again and uh, see where you're at. And I hope that um, it's, it's good to hear that you had that, that time where you were able to have, you know, slow down and kind of reset. And I hope that with your child and uh, um, you know, your, your dad's uh, health and you know, all that you've been through, man, I hope, I hope you're able to find, and I say this to you and I say this to so many of the people in the industry that I think are in the same place now going, man, all I did all the time was work my ass off 80, hundred hours a week, late nights, nonstop saying yes to everything, to everybody. For everything. And then so many people got, were forced to stop doing that and kind of find, you know, and, and reset and, and remember what, what matters, which is this, right? It's not, it's, it's this, it's that balance. I hope you're able to get, a little more of that is very hard in your industry, but I bet you'll figure out a way, particularly with, you know, growing family and all that stuff, man. And uh, I'm real glad that you're down. Dude, you're like 10 minutes from me now when you're home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. do it, man. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to hang out, man. And uh, just keep the conversation going and enjoy life and, you know, enjoy each day as much as much as possible. Cause I'm sure that, you know, I know once I had kids, man, it just changed everything with like, you know, what's, what matters, right? What's important. Yeah. That's the important part. Right. And, and I tell you the machine's chugging right now and it's, you got to keep your eye on the prize when it keeps you know, when you talk about the important stuff, but the machine is chugging. You talk about what you and me, we're going to hang out. This is great. Cause I mean, home base is now right down the street from you. And I, I'm basically traveling to work. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, all my stress and, worry and work is in Raleigh and, and I can be down there yeah. and be a little more present with the, you know, the family stuff. Our families are nearby, you know, her sisters and friends and mom and dad and my mom, stepdad and friends and you and, you know, other folks floating around there. So that's, that's exciting. And, um, 
you know, work wise, I mean, you talk about, you know, the balance. I mean, we're closed on Mondays and I'll try to do that forever. I wish I could close on Sundays, but it's just Sunday is the new Friday night, really. I mean, get your Saturday and yeah, we're open till 11, but you know, the machine is chugging along. I mean, when we were closed at nine, people were out a little earlier. It was really tough to do business. Like there, there weren't enough of them out. The 11 o'clock thing hit and the lines at the bars were, you know, starting to wrap around the block and that's a good thing. But again, it's going to push to the 2 a.m. someday again. And, and we're going to have to pivot and adjust. And I think sooner or later, I mean, the, the, the memories of past are short and people will be back in that swing for better, or for worse. Um, and uh, it's certainly going to be extremely competitive. People have open places what during the shutdown and built them we've certainly been privy to that too so you know raleigh is gonna grow it's gonna move and that competition level is great for the consumer and it is uh it's a it's a hustle for us you know so we'll see how it goes i uh i'm gonna i'm gonna fight the evil landlord battle that seems to be the thing you know they they forget too i mean i've got one they've almost doubled our rent coming out of it not honoring uh a renewal and I got kicked out of one and had to sue, like I said, and then I've got another landlord that's just been great. So, you know, it's, it's, it's that deal there. They're, uh, you come out of it and you're not making money yet, but everybody's looking for theirs. So I think we're all fighting some of those battles. I think that's, uh, that's happened to a lot of us. I swore when I was 27 years old, I'd never have a landlord, but, uh, you know, when you work for yourself and you got to answer to somebody, it's a, it's challenging. Yeah, man. Well, um, well, I want to, yeah, I want to find out how that goes, man. We, we need to definitely stay in touch. Don't want you, I, when you can get settled in, you got a little one now, but at some point here, let me know, man, we need to go down to wax Hall, down to virtuoso bakery. You've been down there yet. Okay. Yeah. Freaking. I haven't been there. Oh, it's incredible. Phenomenal, man. So we'll go down there and get a get some uh, coffee and hang out some time and eat some of their ridiculously good uh, baked yeah, goods. Man. That, uh, that'd be great. I do. I do have a sweet tooth. You won't. You won't find any complaints from me on that. Let's so. do it, man. Let's do it. But you know, that's to your point, right? Like, what? Why do people go places? They go for the coffee shops. They go for the restaurants. They go for the bars. They go for. Um, you know, the stuff you can go out. I mean, what, what really is there? I mean, you go hang out outdoors and do stuff or you go to the movies or you go out to eat and drink and, and whatever else. I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot else left in the world for entertainment, right? Like that's, it's a lot of what you do. So, you know, I think everybody, you know, hats off to everybody. Everybody's been grinding, man. And people have worked and worked through this thing. And you've seen some people survive because they've been willing to show up every day. And um, it's been a thing. Dude, so good to catch up. Congrats again. I'm so great to talk the other day, man. I'm glad to see your face, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in person, in the in the flesh here soon. Um, and appreciate you doing this, as always. Yeah, man. Of course. It's always great. It's good to see you, too. Looking good with that clean face. Yeah. No more beard. All right, dude. Well, uh, congrats again. I can't wait to meet your, your, your beautiful baby girl, your bride. Um, we'll make it happen soon. All right? Okay, buddy. Thank you so much. Appreciate right. it. All right.